Uh, Tuesday, the 8th of November uh, 2016, uh, James Morrison uh, interviewing Emily Smith, who is used to be a trainee and is now a post-production assistant. So Emily, how did you get started in your career? Uh, well, I started, um, when was it, May last year, I believe. I uh, came across a Facebook advert that was talking about um, an apprenticeship in media and I was at that time working heavily in music, so kind of chanced it and applied to see kind of how I would get on. Um, so I got accepted for the apprenticeship uh, and that basically involved um, 10 people get picked for this apprenticeship to work within the BBC um, in Scotland and we got to go across 10 different departments such as sport, news, music radio, general programming, children's, things like that so we could kind of build up an experience and learn on hand and kind of get a qualification from it as well. I think the qualification, I'm trying to think what it was called, it was a level 3 in creative and digital media I believe, which is quite cool. So you come out of it with qualifications at the end. Um, so yeah, I, kinda, I didn't expect to get accepted in the first place. I was kind of accepting the fact that I wasn't capable I guess. It was quite a daunting thing. Even the potential of working at the BBC was like, ah! Um, <laughs> but um, I got on well, like, and I kept my head down, just kind of like took in as much as I could, gained as much knowledge as I possibly could, and as many skills as I could to kind of carry it on, and got to experience a lot of really good things as well. Um, so it was, I think the application process was you had to go on and answer some questions on the the, the website. Uh, and write a personal statement about yourself and then it was just kind of a case of waiting to hear back. There was group interviews initially and then if you got through the group interviews it was like testing on how you would deal with certain situations and stuff like that. I think 10 people had been brought into a group at a certain time and then we got dwindled down to 10. I think it was from, I think it was over a thousand applications which was quite, it's quite impressive That's to be here. I still can't believe it. I still pinch myself knowing that I'm here still like it's quite a, a change from where I was like Two years ago, so yeah. yeah so, uh, so now that you are actually, well, as you said, you weren't expecting to get the job, then obviously <laughs> no. got it. Uh, so what's it like working for a company as big as the BBC? It's been amazing. I mean, the, like, I don't see it now. Now, I, when I was in apprenticeship, I, I got to see a lot of different aspects. I got to work with a lot of different people, and um, the people were always lovely. So, like. They always took you in and made sure that you kind of understood and some departments were better than others. Uh, some departments were a lot more quiet so they maybe didn't have as much for you to do but you kind of use your initiative and go out and do things on your own. But um, like the people, the staff especially, they're all, they were always very supportive of you and like they wanted to make sure you were getting the best, the most out of being in that department at that point. So. Um, the workloads as well, like they, they give you responsibility. Like you might be coming in here as an apprentice on entry level, but they do like put responsibilities on you. Like when I was um, in music radio, I got to be a content assistant on the Vic Gallery show because somebody was training to be producer, so I'd kind of stepped into that role, which was amazing. Um, I got to be artist liaison for um, a lot of bands as well. So James was one of the bands, Little Big Town for America. They come over to do country to country. Um, just all these really good experiences and I think just kind of me sticking in and kind of trying to do my best kind of allowed me to be able to do these opportunities and be chosen for these opportunities because I kind of, not that I was trying to shine above other people but just it was showing that I could do things and I found like I've learned a lot about myself like being here and stuff like in the BBC it's like 
gaining confidence and like the people in here help you with that massively. Like I've had constant support from all the people involved, so it's it's really good. So do you think, do you think that's helped your confidence in the sense that obviously when you said with, uh, when you were in the training courses that you didn't think you would get the job. So now that you're in, is that helped grow your confidence in? Oh no, definitely, it definitely has. Like I'm like I'm not very like I'm not egotistical or anything about it. Like I don't brag about what my capabilities are or anything. Like I'm very. I don't know how to describe it, like I'm confident in the fact, when I know that I can do something, I'm very confident in that. When I'm learning new things, I'm kind of a step back a wee bit just because it is responsibility and stuff like that. But um, yeah, like just having the support of the people knowing like that they know that I'm capable and they want me to be able to like branch out and experience and learn and kind of grow my skills is just kind of, oh it helped me massively, like I was not able to do any of the stuff like a year ago, like, I couldn't interview, I couldn't speak to people, I was very reclusive and didn't really go out much, I had the band and stuff like that, but like I was very in my own little bubble of a world and then coming here it was just like, wow, like it was daunting every single day walking up to this building and seeing BBC Scotland and going, hi, work here, that's quite intense, what am I doing here? But yeah, the confidence thing, like having the support more than anything else helped with that because they believed in you so then you began believing in yourself so and do you think it helped as well with them like you said with the key the opportunities it's not just they take you on as a trainee and it's just you just did it so like you said they take your responsibility do you think that helps you to get more confident in yourself oh massively me especially because personally when it came to the college side of the stuff the written work was very difficult for me. Like, I'd been out of school for like seven years. I hadn't been anywhere near anything educational or anything, so the wording of stuff was really confusing to me. So it did take me. I was the last person to pass my course because of the fact that I just I was just took me ages to get it. But practically, me doing stuff that helped me shine and it helped me realise, especially that I was capable. And when I put my mind to something, I can do it. And that was helped by the fact that I got given so many opportunities, like Celtic Connections. Uh, I got to work on a lot of key sessions. I got to work in that. Galloway's show. Um, I got to go and interview Greg James on my own with one of the other apprentices. We got a camera kit, took it, went out, interviewed him. It was amazing. Like, uh, doing that and compared to like a year before that, I was like, just not completely like different. Possible. Hi, yeah, it's, it's a complete change and myself I guess, it's like giving myself confidence again to actually believe that I am capable of something better. So, so as you're saying that you're obviously getting the opportunity when you're doing interviews yourself and taking the kit and stuff, uh, how are you finding the like the equipment, like the technical side of it? Is it are you enjoying like the hands-on experience? Oh the, the hands-on experience was great, like actually being able to go out and do stuff was it was amazing and like with, with the job I'm in now in Media Central that is very technical, there's huge responsibilities in there because like the job role that we've got, my job role, I'm a grade 3, it works in grades so I'm like kind of entry level so there's post-production operators I'm basically there to help them so at the weekends for example we, the sport's on so there's football on, we are, our staff sit and we record the football from the whatever it is that's happening, we record it into our system so that then they can, the editors can get it and they can take the footage and put it together for the sports scene and stuff like that to then get broadcast later on and um, the productions that go out and film, every, all their like footage gets brought back to us and we put it into the system, Like it's massive responsibility because if we do it wrong they're going to lose their footage, Like if we don't ingest it properly there's a chance that it's going to not work and then they, they've spent maybe two years getting this footage so it's like making sure that 
and having to learn and stay focused because the technical side you've got things like XD cams, you've got your C300s, you've got your MTS files that are pure problematic, they don't like, we've got all sorts of stuff, like Avid is the system we work with, so like it's like news car, use it, they use it up in news rooms as well. Um, it's all computers, as soon as you walk in with Essential it's like a wall of computers and VHS players because we still have tape, <laughs> the tapes go in, we get them in. Um, being in there for the four weeks was a total eye-opener for me because I did not think I was capable of understanding any of that whatsoever but I took it all in really quickly and I found that I thoroughly enjoyed it like um, I didn't want to leave I was like right just leave, leave me here I'll stay here I'll go to music radio I'll come back here and that'll be fine because the team in there as well are so lovely like because it's like a wee family so you're kind of you're away from everybody else so all the other buildings all open fan but we've got our own wee area that's just so segregated. Us. Yeah, but it's good. It's good. Um, but with the technical stuff, I've always been behind the scenes. Like when I was managing the band, I helped with our videos. I helped with our online stuff. I helped with our photos and coming up with our artwork ideas and stuff yeah, like that. So I knew that I kind of could do certain things, but I didn't think that I could go in and know how to ingest footage and get it exported and record football and all of that kind of stuff. So. And do you think, because you did do the stuff for the band, do you think the, the experience of that helped for this? Oh no, definitely. I would not have applied for this if I hadn't been involved with the band or had the studio, because I just didn't... Before I had the studio in the band, I was very, like... Stayed away from everybody, <laughs> like stayed in my flat, didn't grow, didn't have a life really. But I got the band stuff, I got the studio. This was a total expansion on that. Like, I, if I hadn't spent the time, the two years, like helping the band and kind of speaking to people and contacting people and kind of building up my professionalism, there's no way I would have applied for this. And even when I applied for it, I still didn't think that I was going to be. I didn't think I was going to get it because I thought there's definitely more people out there who are better qualified and have better things than I do but they've seen something I guess in me and that has helped me to get to, to today. Was the, would you say there was any massive differences coming from product, producing for the band, the post-production to post-production within the BBC? Oh massively because I was in charge when I was doing the band so now it's like I'm working under somebody else, it's quite a, it's quite a shift in workflow I guess. Um, I don't mind. Like, I, I love. I love what I do. It's. I don't know. I get a thrill out of it. It's like high pressure work, so I, I deal really well with high pressure, like high stress situations. Like if something goes wrong, I'm like, get it done. Like let's find a solution to this problem. Let's just make sure we've got it. I like to be prepared for stuff. Anything that's going to go wrong. And it was the same with the band, and it still is. Like we're a bit quiet with the band stuff now, but. It was different in the sense I was in control of everything that was going on with the band, so I was doing all the email and I was doing all the social media, I was giving them video ideas, I was feedbacking on their music, on their demos, kind of giving them pointers and ideas on how to change stuff. And here, I'm still giving ideas on how we can improve the department and stuff like that, but it's very much, this is your work today, this is what you're doing, and that's kind of, that's that. But it did help, because it kind of helped me understand that there was a lot more to things than just it meets the eye I guess because any outside person looking in at the band would just see it as oh they're gigging all the time oh they've got a record out they don't see what's behind the scenes so it got me appreciating the behind the scenes more and I kind of enjoy it I love being behind the scenes because whatever you see I've helped with that like for Mm -hmm. example like when last night I was working on the Bulls I was recording the Bulls highlight show um, they sent us the feed, I recorded it, mine was only a backup to be fair, but if 
the main one had failed, what you seen on the TV last night would have been the thing that I'd done. So it's like, I, I, I take pride in that because like, it, it wouldn't happen if we weren't doing what we were doing type thing. It's good, so it's good because it's rewarding, you're getting that, the visual, you, you look at it and go, I did that. Uh-huh. That was, that was it's me. amazing, honestly. You know, it's, not just you're making, it's you're not just making something personal for yourself where you're like, oh that was nice, I did that, it's other people other are seeing, people it, seeing it and yeah. you're getting the feedback. Or people are like, oh did you see that down there, that was brilliant, and you're like, oh, that was me. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. Um, no, definitely. Aye. Because when I was in, like, I did, I done really well when I was in the apprenticeship. I was Pudsy for Danish, Janish, I think it is, um, the Gaelic TV show. Uh, so I got put in a bike and all of that, and that was the first time I was Pudsy. But I got credited in that as a production assistant, so that was really cool. And then later on, um, earlier on this year, sorry, I was working in the Gaelic department. We were making props for a new show um, called History Hunters. And when I started in Media Central, the History Hunters had finished filming and they were getting their stuff ready to go for tech review to get prepared to go on the telly. So we were watching it all back and I was seeing all the props I'd made and then it got to the end and I've been credited in every single episode. And it's amazing, do you know what I mean? It's like, that's really cool knowing that, even though I only done a wee bit, I only helped with the props. It was hard work, I loved it, it was great fun, but knowing that they've appreciated that enough to put my name against their productions just it's it's an achievement, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, would, I suppose it is like that when is that re- more rewarding where you can look at it and go, look That's me! That's my name on it. Yeah, no, definitely. Name? So, out of all your experiences so far uh, what's been the most memorable experience? Oh, see, it's hard to decide when I was looking at these questions and I'm thinking, how am I going to answer these? There's so much but um Probably the best experience for me just because I've been a fan of Biffy Clyro for so long and everybody knows it because that's all I talk about. Um, but one day, I, I was working at Teen the Park actually, let's just go back there, but I was working at Teen the Park and I was artist liaison, I got to go backstage and help in the artist village getting set lists so that when it went on the telly, the people that were doing the edits knew what songs it was, so like see the strips at the bottom telling you the song name, that was thanks to me. <laughs> but um, I so I'd worked at Teen the Park and uh, we were working on the edit for the final highlight show and I got a text from one of the women in music radio mm-hmm. and that, that same day, I think it was the 13th of July uh, I was going to see Biffy at HMV because they were doing a special signing, an acoustic set and I was really excited, I got a ticket for it, I was like yay so I was in doing this edit and I got a text from Laura Music Radio saying I'm going to interview Biffy today, um, do you want me to take it in to get signed? and I was like that, can I come? Like and help with the interview, and she was like, "Actually, like if you want to take photos, you can." And I, she was like, "Let me speak to the producer and we'll see," because they knew like I, I am a fan, know. but I'm very composed and I did. I'm always like very professional when it comes to stuff like that. I'd met their manager when I worked with James, their tour manager Neil. He was James's tour manager, so he was here when they done key sessions. So I got to speak to him and talking to him about Biffy and stuff like that, and kind of he remembered me. So when we went to the interview. We went in and I was really nervous. I was like, my palms were sweating. I had this camera. I'm trying not to shake. And we get put. It was in a hotel, so we were going to them, and it was like very private. And the tea in the table, and I'm trying to set up the room so that I'm not getting like, because we can't put products in mm-hmm. the, the the photos or anything. So the bottles of water and stuff. And I'm like, can we just move this over here and put the seats here? So I was kind of was cool. I was kind of getting to lay it all out. Um, and then there they come, they come in, and I'm like <laughs> hyperventilating inside, like oh my goodness. Um, shook my hand and shook Laura's hand, obviously, and uh, they started talking. The lovely guys, like it was just kind of like it was amazing. We were in this wee kind of it was just a wee tiny room in this hotel, but it had like big 
French doors and it was like a sauna, like the sun was coming through and I had like a jumper on and all that and I'm like trying to take these photos, sweating so bad. But I thought I'd get some really good photos and they were good fun and Simon got, like, he offered me tea and <laughs> it was really cool. And then we'd finished the interview, thank you very much, we'd went out and as you do when you record stuff with, like as you're doing just now with the recorder, you check it back just to make sure it's worked because that would be the worst thing if it didn't work. <laughs> uh, and the, the tour manager came out and he was like that, why did you not tell him about your tattoos? Because I've got loads of Biffy Clyro tattoos and I was like that, oh, I'm entry level, I'm just kind of like, I'm learning. I didn't want to come across the wrong way. I wanted to be professional. Yep. And it was like that, ah, very well done. Like the guys really appreciated your professionalism because he went in afterwards and told them about my tattoos. Right. And it was like that, ah, that's amazing. Like they, they really appreciated the fact that despite being a fan, you remain professional. So ah, that was really yeah, nice for me hearing that. And then that night, I'd went to the HMV signing and it was my turn to get to the thing. And I didn't think they were going to remember me because it's like they'll meet people all the time <laughs> instantly. James grabs my arm and goes, so what song's this from? Pointing at my tattoos and then Simon grabs my arm and pulls me over at the end of the <laughs> table and I'm going, what is going on here? This is this is just insane. Must so, have kind of surreal. Oh my, it was amazing. Like, honestly, it was, it was one of the best, it was probably the best experience and it would not have happened if I hadn't applied for the apprenticeship in the first place and, like, I hadn't done it well enough for people to be able to trust me with that kind of responsibility. So in a sense it kind of obviously opens doors for you in a way? Oh aye, definitely, definitely. Like I'm, I'm kind of talking the now, like my contract I got with Media Central is a temporary one, it's fixed term, it ends in the 2nd of December, so I'm kind of, they're hoping to extend me, which is amazing, but budgets are tight and stuff here, so it's quite difficult to kind of know exactly what's going to happen, but I had a meeting yesterday and I've basically kind of been given the advice to kind of take my own time to shadow on doing the content assistant paperwork because when I can do that, it means that that's them then got another person that they can go to to get it because like I can do all the floor stuff like on the floor, like getting all the bands ready on stage on the night. I'm not sure about the, the stuff leading up to that. So the advice I got to expand my career again from the Women in Music Radio was to like focus on the content assistant paperwork and then that'll allow me to open more doors into music, which is exactly where I want to be kind of thing. Just like, sort of adding more strings to your bow sort uh-huh. of thing. Aye, that's it. Expanding the horizons, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, that, was, that was great, Emily. Uh, no thanks fun. very much for taking time to talk to me today. Well, thank you for coming to interview me. I no appreciate problem. it. <laughs> thanks very much. Thank you.